Hello everyone, my name is Naomi Williams and welcome to Dawning Diabetes Podcast where we talk about type 1 diabetes, other autoimmune disorders, and healthy living. Hey you guys, so today I will be sharing my T1D story and some facts that I learned with you guys today. Um, So I hope y'all enjoy my story because let me tell you, it is a pretty interesting story. I was not expecting to go through this with my T1D, but there's something new for everyone to learn and experience, right? But yes, so today I will be sharing my story on how my car broke down I had to also deal with my low blood sugar. Yes, so I will be sharing that story today. Please do not take any information or stories shared on this podcast as medical advice. Please consult with your doctor or medical professional before changing your health plan. All right, y'all. So I'm gonna take you guys back two Fridays ago when I was off from work and I pretty much was getting stuff together for my social media followers. So I went to Sprouts on a sunny, warm, you know, Georgia day. And I went to Sprouts to get me some groceries from the store and also just get some, you know, fresh fruit, vegetables, you know, chocolate that I love to eat, but dark chocolate and some other sweets that I love to eat like non-dairy yogurt and chips and just different snacks. So I drove my car to Sprouts and before I got to Sprouts, I actually ran into the school line where parents line up to pick their elementary school kids up. And so I was stuck in that line for like five minutes until the police officer came and he let people who don't have kids like me go so I could get the sprouts. So got the sprouts, got everything. I was so happy and excited because I got all these healthy foods and I was going to eat it throughout the week, but also do the charcuterie board that I created for you guys on my social media pages. So definitely check that out. Check out the charcuterie board I made if you haven't already um, on the Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. I was going to Target and at this point, my car was still working and I got to Target, got to my hometown and went in there to get a charcuterie board. And I was, you know, in Target getting some more little snack. I stopped by the kitchen section and saw these wooden charcuterie boards. There was like dark wood, light wood, um, round charcuterie boards, rectangle. So I was trying to figure out, okay, what type of charcuterie board do I want and how do I want to display all these beautiful foods that I got from the store. I finally decided on this rectangle 
um, dark, light wood, chicotery board. And I bought that. And you guys, I only spent $15 on that chicotery board, which is a good deal because they can be like $20 or more. So I got a good deal at Target for the chicotery board. So if you're looking for some, definitely check out Target. But anyway, so got everything from Target. I'm just having a wonderful day, feeling joyful, just just feeling happy, right? And I'm not even realizing at this point that my blood sugar was dropping low. I didn't feel it. I ate a snack because I was like 90, 80. And I said, okay, well, let me eat this new apple muffin that I bought, you know, from Target. It's gluten free and it's a pretty good brand. Um, I have to remember the brand for you guys. But anyway, so I tried the apple muffin. It was so good. And I said, okay, so I'm going to eat this muffin. And then I'm going to get home so I can create this charcuterie board. I'm either going to create it today and send out the post today, or I'm going to send out the post tomorrow when there's better lighting, not realizing what was about to happen. So tell me why I backed up at Target and I was driving my car. I felt like my car was about to shake again because it was shaking like periodically from time to time, but it still worked. So I wasn't too concerned. But as I was turning out of the plaza and getting into the right lane, my car started to um shut down a little bit, but it was still accelerating. So I was like, okay, well, let me just get home. I don't know what's going on, but let me just get home. Let me figure this out. And sure enough, I turned right, kept going, kept going until I got to the stop sign. My car literally broke down. (laughs) And at this point, like I can laugh about it now, But at the time I was panicking, I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, let me call my dad. So I called my dad and said, hey, my car is broke down. I'm at the stop sign. It's a busy side road. What should I do? And my dad was just giving me some advice. You know, I'll be there. Call the triple A if you can or whoever. Um, to come pretty much pick up my car for me. Um, and I literally was broken down in the middle of the road, um, not the middle of the road, but where the stop sign was. And it was pretty scary because, like I said before, it was a side road and literally there was no place for me to get over to the side to let other people go. And then on top of that, I was feeling a little weak, but I thought that muffin would kick in, you know, any minute now so my sugar could go up. I'm thinking, okay, you know, I feel a little bit better. I'm still panicking, but I feel a little bit better. 
Maybe that muffin is working now. Two women came to my rescue. The first lady rolled down her window and was like, hey, are you broken down? Are you okay?" And I told her my car broke down. I don't know what to do. I need to get out the middle of the road. And she was like, "Okay." So she was like, in order for you to get out of the middle of the road, back your car up, you know, behind the stop sign, try not to go in the ditch, but back your car up. So that way um, people can go and you're kind of out the way you're in a bad spot, but you're going to be okay. And I was like, okay. So literally because I was on a little hill, I use gravity to back my car up. It was right there and I had my brake on my foot and that's when the lady left and, but she was so helpful. Then another lady came and she stayed with me um, the majority of the time. So this lady came, she was like, you're almost in the ditch, but do you have your emergency breaker on? So I said, no, I don't. And so I put my emergency brake on so my car wouldn't roll into the ditch. (laughs) So the lady, you know, she stayed with me the longest of time. Turns out she is of the same faith as me. Um, She goes to a local church um, in my hometown and I go to church about 25, 30 minutes away from my house. Well, I used to before the pandemic, but now I just do virtual church. It was just a coincidence that somebody, a good person helped me, number one. And then before this other lady and then number two, the second lady was somebody of my face. So we were just talking about, you know, church and different things like that. She was pretty much keeping me calm the whole time because I was still panicking a little bit, still waiting for my dad to come. And my blood sugar was low. So I checked it because I wear my Freestyle Libre 2 sensor. I checked it and come to find out I was 60, but I was like 60 or 58. I can't really remember, but I was low, you guys. And I was still dropping according to my sensor. So I had to eat some glucose tablets. So I ate one glucose tablet or two of them. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to go ahead, eat these two glucose tablets and my sugar should come up. And then I had suspended my insulin, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I'm good now. Let me keep talking to this lady. And At this point, I called my dad and was like, where are you? I need you, it's emergency. He was still trying to get to me. And so I asked my dad, I was like, should I call the police officer? And he was like, you can because um, people, this person almost got hit by another car because they couldn't see to their right because I was still to the right of the stop sign. So if you're turning left, it's hard for you to see who's coming right straight ahead. So that happened, but that person didn't hit nobody. Thank goodness happened. And then 
my I still felt kind of weak. And also, I didn't want that lady to, you know, still be with me because she was in a bad spot, too. And so I had to make the decision. Okay, let me call the police. So that way I'm safe on the road. This lady doesn't have to stay with me the whole time. And the police can kind of be there to direct traffic and all that jazz. So called the police, you know, and they and then eventually the police officer came. The lady left. The police officer came and he was a very nice police officer that's not always the case, you guys. There's a lot of stuff going on um, in the police force right now that we know about. And I will talk about in another podcast with a group of people. But anyway, so he was a nice police officer and he was like, he was like, wow, like your car's in the ditch. Um, you know, you, you said your dad's coming. Okay, let me you know, kind of just stay here until you get situated. So he was real cool. And so I literally was thinking my blood sugar is coming up. It's coming up. Um, So I'm calling the, the place and trying to get someone to come out there to, to tow my car um, through our in, car insurance that we have. And so I was sitting there trying to do everything, but then I felt really weak. And that's when I checked my blood sugar a third time. I was 50 something. I was low. Okay. I was really low and my sugar was still dropping. Okay. So at that point, the police officer was asking me, are you okay? Because I did tell him I'm a type one diabetic. I told him all my information. And thank goodness, he knew what type one diabetes is. So or diabetes is in general. So he was like, do you need a glucose tablet? I can call, you know, an EMT. And so he asked me, he was like, so do you need me to call anybody? And I was like, no, I'm good. So I ate three glucose tablets. So I ate a total of five glucose tablets, you guys. And finally, my blood sugar after almost an hour and a half went right back up. It was the craziest thing. Like my sugar just wouldn't go up, you know, but thank goodness the police officer um, kind of new type one diabetes. And he commended me for having, you know, all my medical supplies with me because he he didn't want nothing to happen to me. He personally has family members with type two diabetes. So he just knew something about diabetes and he was willing to help me. Anyway, I appreciate everybody who helped me today. Um, thank you to those three people. Um, who helped me, who was there with me until my dad came. So finally, my dad came, you know, we got my car situated and my blood sugar went right back up. So, you know, I was just happy I didn't have a medical emergency. I'm happy I did call 911 because my sugar wouldn't go up. Like it just would not go up for like an hour and a half. 
And that's pretty scary. I thought I was going through hypoglycemia and I might've had to get rushed to the hospital. So that was a real scary situation, but I'm happy I did what I did. So that way I felt safer um, and nobody else got hurt um, on that highway. So that's my T1D story, you guys. Um, that's what happened to me this past like two Fridays ago. And yes, my car is still getting worked on. Um, go figure. But hopefully I will have my car back soon. Here are some facts that you need to know and be aware of whether you're a caregiver of somebody who has type 1 diabetes or you are someone who has type 1 diabetes. So I was doing some research this week. I found out about some interesting facts about law enforcement and EMT and paramedics. So I'm going to kind of dive into the law enforcement. Um, police officers who are new recruits, they get training through police academies, right? Which is police schools. And so they get training through these academies and they get training on different community scenario topics. They get stress training, non-stress training, um, and all this different types of training. But I learned something new this week about what types of training they get on average, the num average number of hours required per new recruit, they receive about 10 hours of mental illness training, community policing topics and basic training programs in state and local law enforcement academies. They only about 50% of recruits are trained in prioritizing crime slash disorder problems. So this just means you guys that law enforcement may be trained on detecting medical illness or they may not be trained in medical illness. I just wanted to make that clear. There needs to be more training of police officers when it comes to identifying medical you know, emergencies versus criminal emergencies and understanding how to differentiate between the two. I found on the American Diabetes Association website how law enforcement officers, a lot of times they may fail to realize hypoglycemia emergencies, um, and they may mistake them for intoxication or non-compliance. And so the American Diabetes Association 
kind of has a platform where they are educating more law enforcement in different communities so they understand the signs of low blood sugar, high blood sugar, and different things like that. So you're probably wondering, okay, so give this information, what do I need to do? You know, if I have a medical emergency and I'm a type one diabetic, the American Diabetes Association, some information on this. So they say, make sure you have like a medical alert card um, with you. They also have a medical alert card in Spanish um, as well, but they do recommend that you have some sort of medical alert card. I suggest wearing a medical ID bracelet. I know my doctor has recommended that for me. Just some sort of documentation, letting them know your, your type one diabetes. Okay, you guys, so when it comes to paramedics and EMTs, a paramedic is certified in most states in the United States to give glucagon if there's a patient with low blood sugar. But on the flip side, EMTs cannot give you glucagon. They're not certified to do this in most states. So Please know this if you have a diabetic emergency um, and also Beyond Type 1 was saying that 44% chance that a 911 operator will get someone who's able to treat your diabetes for you if you have an emergency, you know, paramedic. They should be able to give you glucagon, EMT, not at all. So, and that's something I learned, something that, you know, kind of made me wonder, okay, so what about the state of Georgia? You know, what what is that looking like, you know? And so I'm going to dig a little bit deeper on that in the state of Georgia specifically later, but... I also saw that in my state of Georgia, we have a deficit of EMT and paramedics, especially paramedics. So it's a less likely chance with this shortage that you may have a paramedic or you might just get an EMT. So definitely keep this in mind when you have a diabetic emergency. Always call 911 um, if you need help. Definitely always call 911, but always keep that in mind that most likely you will need a paramedic in most states. It's important for us to advocate to police officers, paramedics, EMTs, anybody in law enforcement about type 1 diabetes. So they are aware of how to take care of us when we have diabetic emergencies. And so if you are interested in advocating and being that educator for your local law enforcement in your area, you can actually do that by joining the American Diabetes Association in your state or the nearest city near you 
and they can, you know, work with you so you can become a volunteer and go out to these trainings that new recruits go to so they can be educated and maybe you can have a yearly class with people who want to know more about diabetes. They might be already a, an officer, but they just want to get more info to better serve their community. So there is a way you can do that. There's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Let me know on my social media pages, what did you guys think about all this information I just gave you guys and my T1D story. Okay, well, that's it, you guys. Okay, so this has been Naomi Williams with Dawning Diabetes. Thanks for listening today. Tune in for next week's episode. Episodes are posted every Thursday. If you haven't already, check out more episodes. Check out the Dawning Diabetes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages where you can join a community and find more content. Please subscribe and download. See ya.